Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 116, episode 5 of J Daily Zeitgeist! Yeah. A production of iHeartRadio. This is the podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness mm-hmm. and say officially, off the top, mm-hmm. fuck the Koch brothers fuck. and fuck Fox News. It's fuck. Friday, January 17th, 2020. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Where Do My Hands Go, Brian? Uh, this courtesy of the non-playable character, and I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! Take me down to the Zach Gang City where the memes are dank and the takes are shitty. <laughs> I want to please please me up. Take me down to the Zach Gang City where the Zams is little and the scams are litty. Won't you please take me home? I like that our takes are shitty and we're proud of it. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> it rhymes, though. What yeah, do you do? Yeah, it does. Uh, uh, I mean, the takes aren't great, you know. They, yeah. It's a second-rate Look, podcast. Look, you're going to get some uh, takes that we're going to have to apologize for later and on. And that because they're, like, uh, incendiary or problematic. Yeah, they're it's just, just like, shitty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it really makes sense, man. It's like, a what? shitty take. Yeah. Uh, uh, wait, that's from at PD Thorn. So thank you for that uh, little Guns and Roses. Roses? Okay. Uh, we're thrilled to have in our third seat. It's been way too long. Uh, very, very funny man, Kyle Ayer. Thanks for having me. What's up, man? Welcome back. Thank you. Yeah, it has been a while. Yeah. yeah. How it's you all doing? Changed. You're wearing a uh, Kansas City Chiefs hat. Just couldn't be a bigger Chiefs fan. Are you? Uh, yeah. Really? I'm losing my mind. Mm-hmm. I've watched so many. You ever so obsessed with something? And there's time in between when it happens, like a TV show. And you're like, right. have I consumed everything about this on the internet right. in this downtime? <laughs> yeah, I need yeah. someone to make a meme. I have, yeah. I need, I'm, send, I'm, trying to, I'm sending them to friends with no concern. I'm like, look at this meme. <laughs> like, I haven't seen Game of Thrones. I'm not following the NFL. <laughs> right, Game right. like Mahomes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> See? So I'm like, oh, you really got to. Oh, how come you don't know everything I know about what I like? Yeah. Right. That's basically what my week has been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that's the last amazing. time I really, I mean, I don't watch much football. My last memory of the Kansas City Chiefs was that one season Dante Hall kept returning oh, yeah, like every yeah. single Next fucking yeah. 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 I was kind of ready to jump. I, I like, I don't really love the NFL as a company or a corporation. Oh, or, come on. And I was like, you know what? I can kind of ease my way out, uh, um, and as long as the Chiefs don't draft God, and then they drafted <laughs> just the greatest quarterback in the world. I'm like, right. well, until this child is fifty, I guess I like football. <laughs> yeah, I will keep my eye on this child. Yeah, I'll watch yeah. this boy throw ball. The that was a really fun game to watch, even as a non-fan. Uh, you missed uh, the Kansas City Chiefs were down. Like 24 nothing. 24 nothing. Second quarter. Like oh, really? It, it, second quarter, it just looked like they were just going to get destroyed. And then they ended up like blowing them out. And Mahomes just uh-huh. like went the fuck off. Yeah. It was, and he's like one of the, it's. Who'd they play? Uh, Houston. Houston. I used uh. to play video games against my brother who is good at them. And I don't know anything. I'm, t- it was, that's what it kind of was like. Was if oh, my like brother suddenly. was like, oh, wait, what's happening? And they're, oh, you're beating me? Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. We, the Chiefs won 51 to 31. And oh, yeah. Oh, that's kind of what it. it felt like. Yeah. Um, he's, he's really fun to watch. Also, it was a fun week, weekend because Aaron Rodgers kind of pulled it back together. And he's really fun to watch when he's got his touch going. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's the guy who does the belt. Celebration? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he's. I, I don't want to say the back. NFL is rigged, but we're really heading for a State Farm Insurance uh, spokesperson <laughs> right. Super Bowl yeah, right now. Mahomes. It's, it's Mahomes they and just Rogers. Like oh, they're both. <laughs> yeah. They like quarterbacks with perfect touch. Are the Ravens yeah. still in it? Uh, no, they got smoked last oh, weekend, did? like Damn. unexpectedly. Yeah, just like that was manhandled. Only, Lamar Jackson was the one thing that got my eye back on the NFL, mm-hmm. and then I forgot about yeah. it. Again. Yeah. He just had, he had a really rough uh, game. Okay. And, All right. Uh, 
Hate to see it. You hate to see it and you love to see it. Uh, Kyle, we're going right. to get to know you a little bit better in a Let's moment. Do it. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of things we're talking about. We're going to analyze the Bernie audio, uh, the <laughs> like Zapruder film, film of Sanders? the last 24-hour yeah. okay. uh, <laughs> news cycle. Audio from that yeah. Jack Black movie. The Bernie Williams? <laughs> like, <laughs> Jack Black. Oh, right. uh, we're going to look at the Lev Parnas uh, interview. He's he just throwing bombs. Yo, he doesn't give a fuck. Uh, we're going to look at uh, just the additional information on uh, the surveillance of the ambassador to Ukraine, Maria Yamanovich, and what the fuck was going on there. Uh, all of that, plenty more. Aunt Becky, White Claw, is so much, so much. That's my nickname for Aunt Becky. White Claw? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like from uh, Inspector Gadget? Yeah. yeah. Could you imagine if it was a Dr. Claw became yeah. White Claw? Yeah. Yes, Gadget. They should go with, they should fuck with that. The way Get. Popeye's co-opted Popeye. Get clobbered off the grapefruit. <laughs> uh, but first, Kyle, we like to ask our guests, what's oh, yeah. something from your search history? That is uh, about this who you is was it the last thing I searched for is who is this new Super Smash Brothers character? <laughs> I, I I just who got a it? Nintendo Switch. I don't know. Uh-huh. I couldn't find. Oh, out. You don't know. <laughs> I even it just happened and I couldn't find their. I'm I don't know anything about video games, but uh-huh. I'm trying to. Uh, they calm me down. I'm trying to play them a little bit. Okay, but the communities are so overwhelming that I don't even know where to start. It's, it's hard to like. Yeah, yeah. Like there's no like entry level gaming message board. And then Nintendo community. sent me an email. Um, I don't know how they got my email, and it was like, "Hey, we got a new character. You can download." I only have three games, uh-huh. and so, and that's one of them. And they're like, "We got a new character. You can download." Yeah. I'm like, "Who is this?" It's and I Fire Googled Emblem's them. Byleth. I don't see. I don't know any what? What, when the name starts or stops. In what the franchise? Just, um, I what no idea what that is even from. And everyone's like, "I can't believe it's Emblith," and I'm like, "What are you? T- uh, You're uh, mad about? Em- I don't know what Emblith is." So I feel lost in video games. Is Star time, Fox still in it? Yeah, yeah, I like Star uh, Fox. All right, I know that guy. I like Peach. That's who I always play in Super Smash Brothers as because she hip checks people and it's kind of fun. Ooh, oh, sassy. Hockey fan, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that, so I'm trying to delve into this video game. Yeah, what are your other two games? Uh, I have Zelda and Mario Kart. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are the, those are on the Switch? Yeah. Cool. You like the Switch? I do. I travel a lot and it's nice on airplanes. That's See, I hear it every time. And it I'm has about a good, to. I yeah. think I need to cross over in the Switch world. It's pretty fun. Okay, and that was from DJ Daniel. Then co-signing that. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's uh, also been telling me, he's like, yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> you travel? You like to play games? I'm like, yeah. Uh, what is something you think is overrated? Okay, I put two I put two things in my overrated. I do oh, a lot of... I it's like hard that. for me to... Uh, I like prepping for this, mm-hmm. um, but I it's... I some I second get okay. Anyways, Don't apologize. I, I know. Just yeah, you're right. Come yeah. with the okay. shitty takes. Thing number one. Put it out. Thing number one. No matter how much everyone already agrees we hate it, uh, 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 the the system of healthcare in the United States is still overrated, even yeah. if it's the worst possible thing in the world. Number two is Whoa. expensive pens. Oh, okay. Now, now we're getting into the shitty takes. Yeah, uh, yeah, because our healthcare, I'm pretty sure, is number one. <laughs> yeah, uh, just from personal experience recently, having to deal with. Uh, an issue in my skull that won't is not covered by dental because it's medical and is not covered by medical because I'm even one of the people with insurance and I'm having I've, right. I've been going through about a year of trying to narrow down an issue that I'm still in the process of so I don't want to like huh. that I have no it's, I have no end it's the most painful thing that's ever happened to me in my life oh, and it's been terrible. a lot of I suppose a lot of like even I'm supposed to get MRIs on my head and doctors forgot to send emails and one doctor doesn't use email they only use fax I'm like how does this what? disconnect even possibly exist how could there be so much money oh, man, and how can I pay sucks. so much money anyway so but that's not yeah. complete 
the pens thing. <laughs> Despite all that, um, your cranial issues. If, I, going, if, they, if, I, if, this, if whatever this tumor, whatever is in my head, kills me, I need everyone to know the pens. Uh, there are n- enough good low-level pens to kind of cut out all of the mid-tier pens. Right. So what's a what's an expensive pen for you? Um, for you, I'm saying if you're doing one pen over ten dollars, mm-hmm. there's no That's need for this. Right. You're not getting the the worth the versus what you get out of it, the input versus the output. I guess for pen quality mm. ends at about eighty cents, maybe to two dollars. Mm. Um, mm. I, I, do you do a lot of handwriting? Though? I do a lot of handwriting. Oh, more than typing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, whenever I'm like writing jokes or anything sure, like sure. that, I'll do handwriting. Yeah. And generally, anything that you're getting. The bulk pens, Target has whatever their brand is that you can get forty for like five dollars mm-hmm. that work just as well as a zebra or something right, like right, that. And, right. And and any of these refill I don't know about uh whatever like Pelosi used to sign like the impeachment document yeah. or whatever. Right, yeah. Which would be very fun to see her. She's about to sign the impeachment documents. She's like peeling it's open like a-, a Target packaging to try and get the pen out. <laughs> and she's going, she goes, oh, I didn't take that little gel ball <laughs> off the tip, exactly. so now we'll right. write. <laughs> So, did you guys okay. see this one's actually uh, uh, what do you touch use on touch screens on the yeah, other side? Like a stylus, <laughs> stylus on the other side. She's using her iPhone to swipe around with it, or she's doing the thing. The ink's not coming out, so like in the margins of this legal document, just getting the pen right, going. Yeah, like, yeah. Just just scribble. scribble next. All right, now I can did you take yeah. the cir- the three three punch circles and make them into stick figures in the margin? <laughs> and she's like, just take take the take the articles take away. Does, does an expensive like Mont Blanc as Mont Blanc uh, Mont Blanc. Uh, does it claim that the pen part of it is superior to other pens? I'd or, imagine because it's Or is like, it just like an expensive chunk of metal that then has like a normal pen? I have a feeling it. it's like a thing where it's born out of like a centuries old right. tradition. And yeah. like since the time of the Merovingians, they've been using Mont Blanc. Yeah. I'm, so I, I got to tell you, man, Bic really has that thing down. Like, I, those he, things work pretty good. <laughs> if they stick you with it, I think on. they got a future. Yeah. If, all right, Big yeah. Bic, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. They I just, are. I, I write with so many different pens. What about Papermate? Papermate's good. Everyone has these low end ones that work yeah. just as well as everything else. What yeah. about Doctor Grip? Is that too much? That sounds. Is Dr. that a Grip? fake teeth thing? No. Oh, I don't know what Doctor <laughs> Grip is. I mean, I don't claim to even be an expert on this at all. That's why I, I have love, such a strong oh, man, opinion. I on love it. stationery. Um, if I knew more about it, I'm sure my opinion would change. But yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. learn yeah. more because I like what I think. The only time I entertained <laughs> a more expensive pen is because I tend to hold the pen too tight when I yeah. write. That something with a nice grip is the only thing that I've only come into consideration when I've gone past a papermate. I will do yeah. the bulk papermate click with the rubber grip, and I, you know you can get twenty of those for four dollars. Yeah, Miles shatters those. All I just the time. lose the. Yeah. Yeah, he's just yeah. holding just, it. Like, I mean, look at my fingers all cut up. <laughs> <laughs> just. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I but I lose them too. So I live in the same world oh, with right. those pens that I do with sunglasses, where I'm like, my, I'm all for that. My yeah. Im- investment. Versus my, I will lose this. I can't yeah. get in too deep, and I don't know if there's some sort of sunglasses worth three hundred dollars, but maybe not for the month. I have it really isn't the off like good. <laughs> <laughs> that is my that's my over under for yeah. every pair of sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. I, I have them for maybe two months. I've never worn a pair of sunglasses on two road trips. That's just, they just will disappear. <laughs> they, just, they will yeah. disappear, or like a water bottle, or any yeah. of these sort of crazy Yeti. Yeah. Uh, which are amazing, right? And you know, it keeps it so cold that you will fr- give yourself frostbite and right. then but, forget. And then that, yeah, you, then it's just whatever coffee shop in Burbank. Do has you my Yeti. go with cheap sunglasses as well? Like, just go CVS discount rack. I would say uh, I have one pair of nice sunglasses that haven't been worn, but they were a gift. 
Uh-huh. And you just um, keep them in a glass almost case. every. Uh, it, you'd be hard pressed to find me in a pair of sunglasses that don't have an ad on the side of them. <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> right. If it doesn't yeah, yeah. say like you right. know Phillips Hardware Inc. or something <laughs> yeah. like that on the side of it. GlaxoSmithKline. Right. Yeah. It's like oh yeah, a medical <laughs> Some medical sort of conference. A comedy right. festival that's been defunct for thirty years or right. something. Right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's kind of and they're all the same. The the thin plastic Wayfarer looking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is something you think is underrated? Swimming. Swimming. Everyone should go swimming. It's such oh, wow. a good exercise. It is. Um, I know it's not as exciting. It's not as flashy as cheap pens. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as controversial. <laughs> but it's such a good exercise. There's so many great public pools. Or I mean, we're in, I know this is everywhere, but there are a lot of great public pools in Los Angeles. And there are, I presume, a lot of great public pools most places. You do a, yeah. you do a lot of lap swimming? I do a lot of lap swimming. Okay. Um, it's really fun. Even I still go to an outdoor pool that's heated. And it's nice, oh, really? and wow. uh, everything except the walk to the locker room is really pleasant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack has a theory about getting out of a pool. I do have a theory about <laughs> getting out of a <laughs> pool. And why so, that's hard. Do you have any other hard. theories or just why this it's one? it's difficult. Just this one. Uh, <laughs> it's a trying so moment. I w- I'm wondering. It's a, it's a theory I've entertained because it seems like there's more water parks on the East Coast than there is out here. And I'm wondering if that's because it's colder getting out of a pool out here because the air is drier. And so the water evaporates off your skin faster. Um, this is boring. I've We've spent so much time talking about this in the past oh, two yeah, days. But episode. the moment you realized yeah. how boring it was, I was really here for that. Uh, uh, maybe it's because the ocean. Yeah. Could Maybe be that. we're close to the ocean or population density or the, the air outside. You mean because at a water park, you're spending a lot of there's a lot of in and out and down. Time. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so it's not like a pool where you, you know, where you know. can spend a lot of time inside the water. I mean, the whole thing with park. being out here though, too, the ambient temperature is also so hot. Like the evaporation isn't gonna be so. Are under- there water parks in Phoenix? I guess this would be what we would have to find yeah, out. Yeah, like, that's a good because that's a not a beach that, area. There it is, and the hottest and the driest. We'll find it out. We'll find out, and we will bring that information to you on the next Daily Zeitgeist, <laughs> gang. <laughs> you gotta keep uh, it coming back. Yeah, uh, something they could Google. What is a myth? What's something people think is true okay. you know to be false? I wrote uh, two myths down. Um, you'll, you, you'll become uninformed. This is my first myth. You'll become uninformed and you'll miss stuff if you keep yourself off of social media. I disagree with that. Yeah. Uh, I, I've taken some hiatuses recently. Yeah. And I thought, I was like, I'm a, I won't know any. And I probably missed like everyone being mad about what color a dress was or something. Right. But I can't, which is my most recent thing i reference that's dumb uh, <laughs> everyone while. got mad at that dentist for killing that lion yeah. um you missed the resurgence <laughs> of that uh, they were still mad at him hear about this harambe <laughs> yeah you uh you missed the resurgence of that um, jack black movie bernie yeah yeah it's a good movie um so i i take some hiatus off of there and i felt like i would miss everything and not only do you not miss everything because there are other ways to consume the news uh you won't miss everything because it's such an overwhelmingly cyclical uh, news cycle now that it's impossible to not miss most of it. Yeah. Um, and so I, I, I took, and it's actually, I feel it felt like it was good for me. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I know some people long, or I, I personally was am still, and I'm still on clinging to these things, thinking without them, I am uninformed or not involved with whether it's like my generation or my profession or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's just a, it's everything keeps going off of them. Right. Right. And you can still be rational and have conversations with people and Yeah. They can't yeah. attach gifts in real life, but that's aside from that it's almost exactly that's the, the same. thing. I can't I can't quit that, man. <laughs> you know, I wish I could. Um I also wrote, there's a lot of water parks in Arizona. 
There are Oasis Water Park, Hurricane Harbor, opening March 14th. Big Sur. I'm just saying there's. I'm just I'm just saying for the record, I can name some water parks in Arizona. Here's my question for scientists out there: Is it colder uh, phenomenologically? Like, does it phenomenologically? My question for scientists: Is there a word called called phenomenologically? phenomenologically? (laughs) Is it is it colder? Like, does it feel colder when you're in drier air to get out of a pool? So you're saying, but there has to be a control, right? Like the set ambient temperature, and right. then the only thing that you're taking, the only variable the, is humidity. humidity. So you're right. saying if it's 90 degrees in Phoenix versus Missouri versus right. North Carolina, right? Yeah, exactly. And the humidity, what's okay? Well, I guess we'll need to find one day where all those cities are the same temperature. <laughs> right. We get Zeitgang on. Well, a good IG news live. is uh, all of them, but Kansas City will be underwater in 20 years, right. so exactly. it will. The control group will be the remaining town. Um, are there any water parks in Kansas City? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, they're all. There's no Six Flagses. Sure, sure. Uh, there is a water park called Super Splash USA, which was not in Kansas it. City. It was it was in Raytown, Missouri, oh, okay. which is a Kansas City suburb that is not safe. And <laughs> you would go, and rides would be closed for fights, or yeah, you every you, oh like Magic Mountain. Yeah, you're picking up a band aid on every ride. That's yeah, essentially yeah. what's happening. You know, and I mean, you get to the bottom, and there's just sort of like hair across your face that isn't yours, like, and a bandage, and no one works. <laughs> There. there, yeah. You guys were talking about like the easiest ways to go down water slides and things like that, and they would didn't care. They were like, "Do you want to go down with your friends?" Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I do. <laughs> right. and first, yeah. Everyone's concussed. Yeah, and you just go. There were it was kind of, but it it closed, and I, uh, you know, when it closed, everyone's like, "Yeah, <laughs> how is it still open?" Yeah, I, th- I always thought it closed the day I left. That's how rundown it was. <laughs> I thought every day we went was the last day. Right. Uh, you right. lived every day like it was your last day. We there. did Super Splash USA. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about that Bernie audio. Let's mm-hmm. talk about it. Uh, so to to bring you up to speed, uh, there was a Democratic debate uh, the other night, and there was sort of a a setup where Elizabeth Warren's campaign had leaked that Bernie Sanders had said to her two years ago uh, that he didn't think a woman could win the presidency in 2020 against Trump. Uh, so the moderator asked him about that. He denied it. She and then the moderator was like, OK, but uh, Elizabeth Warren now he's obviously lying. What did you think when he said that to you? And she had a prepared uh, win um, because I think Elizabeth Warren is good at this. Uh, but then there was a what appeared to be a tense exchange at the end of the debate and people were wondering what was said. And then the audio has been released because at first they're like oh wait she rejected a handshake from bernie right and then you saw some little pointed stuff and tom steyer looking like a deer yeah. in headlights yes. in the middle of it and it was all of those things <laughs> yeah that's uh, real that's a steyer for i'm a big steyer st- i'm not uh <laughs> <laughs> steyer. Like, my boy got stuck in the middle again <laughs> <laughs> a boy up in here. um but so let's just play the audio and then we can talk about it I think you called me a liar on national TV. What? I think you called me a liar on national TV. Let's not do it right now. You want to have that discussion, we'll have that discussion. You called me a liar. You told me. All right, let's not do it now. I don't want to get in the middle, but I just want to say hi, Bernie. Yeah, good. (laughs) Sorry, was that Tom Steyer or me running up on the stage to say hello to Bernie? I I don't want to get in the middle of it. Can you sign my hat? Yeah, okay, good. Okay, good. Okay. His dismissal. The fuck out my face, bro. The fuck out my face. The best part of that by far. I couldn't pick Tom Steyer out of a lineup where it was Tom Steyer and three people I'm related to in the lineup. (laughs) Right. 
Um, yeah, it's it, it seemed like he was trying to maybe photobomb like a. <laughs> it seemed he really did seem like a fan or something. Right. I know the way he said that. I don't want to get in the middle of anything. I, I just, just want to say hi to Bernie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah. Good. Okay. Fuck out of here, billionaire. I sat through the whole show to say hi to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, did this? This kind of confirmed what I think everybody assumed. Um, in terms of what? In terms of like what the interaction was, what the energy was. Yeah, um, it was definitely. I mean, you could just tell from the facial expressions. Right. She had. She definitely had something to say. And at first, he was caught off guard. He's yeah. like, "What?" He's like, "You called me a liar on national television." And he was like, "Bro, let's do this. Some let's do this not in front of like right. cameras yeah. on national TV." I think it was basically. So this was. She's good at this. Like, she's good at debates. She's really good on the debate stage. And I think this was her, you know, him being like, okay, the debate's over. And her being like, no, the cameras are still rolling, motherfucker. I mean, she and this definitely is another knew she moment was for me to, for me to like drive this point home. Right. And I, I just think like she came in with this leaked news story in her back pocket and it was an absolute no lose for her. And, it, you know, Bernie would either be arguing that women, a woman can't win, which is plainly false, uh, or arguing for the electability of Elizabeth Warren, which, you know, that's good for her. So it's like a perfectly self-contained, logical win for her. And then she had like a great rebuttal. Um, and then I think this was just her further having like another interaction or like another sort of way to uh drive this home ready yeah, to back go and forth. at the at the end yeah and I'm, he i think he thought it because it seemed like he was like we're we're still friends this is just a disagreement yeah of and like, he's like we'll talk about this later so right. anytime and he's like all right and then you could tell he was like no but you said you could tell that right he was also ready to but then he that's when he realized like nah nah see this is what they right want. Yeah, yeah yeah and i think that's what's important as much as I, you know, there this has fractured so many people, like so many divisions or whatever, or seemingly right with people's right. takes on this. Yeah, I mean, I think at the end of the day, I think either one is moot. Like, I think to get to really try and figure out who said what or what, because I think the focus truly has to be because the worst shit that can happen is p like polarizing the progressive wing right. that one becomes poisonous to the other when right. like the fucking corporate centrist wing of the party is the fucking absolute worst part of this whole thing right. this is what blew me away about it was it took a day for the audio to leak even though they are professionally mic'd up on a national so clearly it was delaying the audio leaking to turn it into three or four days of conversation right because yeah, right. it was like let's show this soundless clip like, hey, and sound let you lip sync it could have been immediately up. or five seconds afterwards but cnn wanted to tear for clicks yeah right the releasing of it which makes me you know in my head that is them wanting this infighting to happen. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah, yeah. if they can drag this out a little bit Well, that's bit why the whole, the way the, the debate was even ran, it was just done like, and Bernie, like you called Elizabeth a bitch, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, Which is time for my boy Steyer to slide uh, in here. I, I, I just want to say hi to Bernie. Yeah, By yeah, yeah, far okay. the best part of this whole thing. Yeah. The only takeaway I have is uh, Tom Steyer is a hero. And I picture uh, him answering a question like, isn't it crazy state? we're all on TV? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Last right? week I was watching right. the Kennedy Nixon debate for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah, there was some uh stat I heard recently that like for every campaign ad that all the other candidates have shown in one of the early um 
early primary voting states, uh, he's shown like a thousand. No, I think this, no, yeah. the stat is for every grain of sand on Earth, right. there are three more styre <laughs> Right. I think yeah. this is why, I mean, we, I, we, I feel a little bit in a bubble with my internet, right? Mm-hmm. The fact that Steyer is still in a debate, but Andrew Yang is not, right. makes me realize the whole country is not the bubble of my right. internet. Andrew yeah. Yang is a third of my internet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right, of what Every, you see it, in your at feed. least is like what's overwhelmingly responsive in a literal sense, responding, are like Yang people. And, but the fact that he doesn't pull nationally it's well enough for the yeah, stage. It shows you how much that money can Versus Steyer, right. who... I have never seen a thing about from anyone I know personally, yeah. but nationally he can be so overwhelming with ads. You know, it's, it's just, just name recognition yeah. at that point. You're yeah. like, oh, I think oh, I seen that guy. Yeah, and he also like as he was doing this whole like he was pushing for impeachment before people thought that was a viable thing for Trump, and just like sort of using that as a way to get people online to give him their information. Like years ago, uh, early on in the Trump administration, he. Like, I remember reading an article about him a couple, like, a maybe a year and a half ago where they were like, this dude is, like, really well-positioned to do something politically, whatever he decides yeah, to do. because he's building a network, Because he's building yeah. a huge, like, okay. f- essentially Facebook network yeah. of yeah. people who are, like, motivated to beat Trump, and he decided to use it to run for president, so. Same. Yeah. <laughs> same, same. I got an email list serve like 74 people on MailChimp that oh, I'm, about to I'm about to mobilize. to MailChimp. Uh, all right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And so Left Parnas went on Mad Al. Miles, you went watched all it. over. Yeah, yeah, he was on Mad Al. He was on uh, Anderson. Anderson Cooper. He went to. He gave an interview like the New York Times. This guy has been wanting to talk to somebody, right? And now he and he had a pretty good explanation for like why. Yeah, so he goes on Mad Al, and I mean, my God, he basically the gist of the interview was everything you suspected about what was going on with this whole Ukraine extortion scheme with the president and Zelensky is true, basically, right? right. He was saying. First of all, Trump knew everything. He knew what I was doing. He didn't sign like he signed off on everything I did. He knew everything. Mike Pence also knew everything. When he said like the whole reason he canceled his trip to Zelensky's inauguration, which was a, a point that people talk about that Pence was doing that to like you know sort of for, like yeah. put more pressure on the Ukrainians. Uh, Pence did that to precisely put more pressure on them. Trump had also uh, allegedly this is all according to him that uh, he had threatened the Ukrainians with like. Total cancellation of all aid, any right. kind of aid in connection to the U.S., not just this military aid. He's like, any diplomatic stuff, any, like, diplomatic invites, shit's done. Uh, and then another thing was that Trump was also seeking information that would damage the Mueller team. So there's this guy, Dmitry Firtash, who is this guy who is facing, like, extradition to the United States. There's been mumbles about how he was saying, I'm willing to help you out with the Ukraine stuff if you can, and other things, if you can just keep me from being extradited to the United States. And that's where William Barr comes in, uh, apparently knew about this. And this whole thing was, apparently Furtash had information about one of the members on Mueller's team that would have been damaging, according to him. And Trump was seeking that out. Also, uh, John Bolton knows everything that happened. So if you want to call him up, he can't act ignorant because he knows everything. Not that he was 
obviously he was trying to distance himself, but he knew what was going on step by step. So they were ready to extort or or blackmail people on Mueller's team, and this is like the like bar is part of this whole thing. Well, not extort. They would just be like leak this not story, extort. and then yeah. be like, "How can you trust these guys? This right. guy's been talking with other yeah, unsavory okay. characters." Right. Was sort of the, they wanted some kind of piece information to warfare against Mueller, cast dispersions, where, yeah. where Mueller is supposed to be working for them. Exactly. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I think it should be said that all the stuff that he's saying, I mean, you have to treat Lev Parnas as not a reliable witness, just of off course, the pure because he's a not just associated with Rudy Giuliani, which is enough. But you know, we've seen the dirty America's mayor. Yeah. Right. right. But <laughs> I think. The, oh, we have so much to catch I've you been up offline on. a little bit. Is he still America's mayor? <laughs> um, and but the thing is, the documents that he provided, those definitely seem to indicate a degree of truth to some of the things he's saying. So, I mean, yeah, I don't take everything as gospel, but the things in the documents and what we've already seen uh, in terms of like the House Intel investigation, things like that, I'm like, yeah, this all, this everyone was suspecting this. Right, if it's someone like that who you can't necessarily trust what's coming, if they're just re- in reinforcing stuff that is taken as fact from 15 other places or whatever, then everything starts to line up. Yeah, Well, even if- Everything, most of the stuff this guy says is complete trash. I can't trust him. Yeah. He's just re-corroborating all the stuff that we all understand. Carabas. Yeah, he's right. re-corabas. It, when you're there, you're not family. You're not family. Uh, <laughs> when, when you're there, you're adopted, which was cra- <laughs> kind of a crazy uh, phrase they tried to get off the ground. <laughs> is it Italian food? Yeah. All right. Carabas? Uh, I don't know. It sounds It <laughs> sounds like a know, weird but, name. Yeah. I oh, thought it okay. could be fusion. But I always yeah. know I see, hear the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Carabas. Anyway, hey, if you work at Carabas, call in. Yeah, it's not as straightforward as pasta factory. Yeah, the, no, you mean the old spaghetti factory? The spaghetti factory, <laughs> yeah. that's right. Which sounds like a weird euphemism, but <laughs> God, for what? <laughs> I don't know, bro. Yeah, the old spaghetti factory. Yeah, like, huh? it does sounds kind of like pointing where you would generally yeah. to your yeah. <laughs> to your ass. Uh... <laughs> well, I think it's maybe it reminds you because Tim and Eric would I say spaghetti house spaghetti. was a thing. Oh, okay, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, so he's saying Bolton knows everything. Yeah. That's, so he should be called as a witness, obviously. Right. I mean, that's the thing. Like, if he's saying Bolton knows everything, Bolton, under oath, would probably tell the truth. Like, he doesn't really seem to have a, like, a, yeah. I mean, he has to, allegiance to the Trump. I mean, now that the Iran stuff isn't is as, yeah. I mean, it's still very much an issue, but not like where he was getting like wacky boners looking at the news. Right. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how to That's just- pasta factory. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wacky boners. Uh, I don't know exactly what, you know, what his motivations are. I just know he wants to sell a book. And right. It, like, as much as I want to think he's going to go up there and do the right thing, I don't know because he's still who he is, and I don't trust him. But Yeah. No, I don't either. But, but he is a lawyer, so I don't know. You'd think he's he wouldn't a, lie I under oath. Yeah. They're all fucking crooks. There's just been such a run for these years of nothing ever actually going in the way legally or emotionally you thought morally, it would. Or right. morally. That, right. So at this point, I am so... Um, uh, what, not like I'm just so pessimistic. Yeah, you're where you're sure. like everything lines up to where if this one person is a human tomorrow, it could all work. It could all work, and then the next day, you're like ah, lizard again. Yep. Yeah. Susan Collins like uh, I don't know, maybe right. um, maybe I'll vote against you're it. Just, Bye. It makes you feel insane almost with the repetitiveness of the entire thing. Yeah, because you can start to see the pressure build and you go, all right, this if is the one. You too. 
find right. your fucking backbone. Yeah. Yeah. You can do you can make something. You can make you can cause some real fucking problems mm-hmm. for this administration. And then it's just like Yeah. Into the show. And then I'm fighting with people ever, about audio. Do you think it'll ever go back to <laughs> not being that? Gonna, I remember the, we're too the far gone? I remember the old days where hours would go by and I wouldn't know what the president was doing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Hours, right. if not even a day. They'd yeah. be like, oh, you know the presidents in London? I'd be like, that's nice. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Is it, what's the ah. weather like? What are water parks? When are you wet when you get out? <laughs> now water parks in London. That's a, hey. yeah. that's a growth industry. Um, <laughs> okay. All this is, just so you know, at the end of the episode, Jack's going to pitch you on an investment opportunity. I know. <laughs> I know. He keeps slowly pulling a cardboard box out from underneath, but then I can see swimsuits in there. Hey, what size shirt are you? What size are you? <laughs> if you get two people to build water parks, you'll pay for yourself in this one. Um so uh, the the thing that we talked about on yesterday's episode about the surveillance of Ambassador Ivanovich, uh, that seemed to be the one thing that he was sort of throwing water on, but it might be because he doesn't want to be incriminated and in, like some straight up crime yeah, shit. Yeah, that's, you know, the other stuff, it's like, well, what was, I was, yeah, doing weird stuff on behalf of the president, but like a thing where you're in a conspiracy to co- possibly cause harm to an ambassador, that's like international Is that crime. not good? You're not allowed to From do what that. I understand, yeah. it's a it's a no-no. Okay. Um, uh, cite your sources. Um, <laughs> Breitbart, I think. But uh, that guy, Robert Hyde, he went on TV, but he went on like, f- he went on Sinclair TV, mm-hmm. so just a far right wing echo chamber, right? Um, and just basically his whole thing was he was just denying that what he sent to Lev Parnas was like real. He just called it they were just colorful texts and said he's just quote a little landscaper from fucking Connecticut when he was pressed on whether he had spied on the ambassador at huh. the time. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I mean, that just sounds like <laughs> I'm a widow landscaper from Connecticut. <laughs> did, did you do it? Uh, here's a job I had. Yeah. It's not even the answer to a lot of questions. <laughs> but I'm widow. Yeah. <laughs> from fucking Connecticut. How could he spy? He can't see over hedges. Oh, he's yeah. a landscaper. Yeah. He cut him lower, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Ooh, cut through the bullshit. Um, but then he also sort of went on. He also said, I was never a close associate of Lev Parnas. I don't know him. I just barely knew the guy. And then he says, quote, you meet a this is what Robert Hyde said. You meet a bunch of these characters when you're out there in the fundraising and events and supporting candidates. We just had some colorful texts, had a few pops way back when I used to drink. And it's kind of unfortunate that the left ought to get their panties in a bunch. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. That's way back when I used to drink because Uh, that is the thing that keeps coming up about him that he was uh, drinks a lot yeah alcoholic or something is is he like I've heard this he was kicked out of a I think Doral or Mar-a-Lago he got he was so drunk and was screaming that uh, the secret service were gonna put a hit on him uh huh. They had like the police had to be like, sir, we've been asked to remove you from right what you know right because he got in Lev Parnas claimed that this guy Robert Hyde and Greg Pence, which is Mike Pence's brother, got in some kind of disagreement or something, and that fueled this like weird paranoid thing about how he thought the Secret Service was going to get him. I just feel like when you have to upkeep so many lies all the time, mm-hmm. that eventually... And then, so think about Mar-a-Lago is like, everyone there is living 50 lies simultaneously. Right. These can't all line up in whatever timelines they've invented right. or behaviors they've invented. So there's got to be just chaos of these people... With their stories not matching up, and then they all Absolutely. hate each other. Right, but they all have to put up this facade. Well, they they don't hate each other, so it's just on the edge of screaming matches for what little power they pretend to have all the time. Mm-hmm. I'd still love to go, though. It seems beautiful. Good water <laughs> parks in Florida. 
And you barely get cold when you get out. I know that's the thing. I could totally warmer. see if Trump like sweeps to power the way I expect him to. Uh, you know, uh, after in 2024 and moves the uh, White House to Mar-a-Lago, I could totally see him like opening a an amusement, like a water park. Oh, for sure. Oh, it'll, it'll be a sick Airbnb. Yeah, yeah. The, White House. <laughs> <laughs> the hottest. Uh, right. You want to sleep in the Situation Room? I yes. think it's a, a interesting thought I'm having is that the third story to talk about is the conspiracy to assassinate an ambassador. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like this kind of big. That's got, what's the most got, chilling This got part. buried under two friends disagreeing on stage the other day. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, exactly. And I think because at the end of the day, the, the really wealthy people who have their hands all over media and things like that, they stand to lose more with one of these people. Yeah. You right. Know, being the candidate. This would be nine George Clooney movies if this ambassador assassination plot happened in 1960. Right. He yeah. would have played. He would. This would have been. I'm pretty sure this is some movie already. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, we're talking about. One possible solution, the 2020 election, we're talking about another possible solution is, you know, the impeachment. impeachment. Mm -hmm. And then we're talking about the thing that people already know is is in existence and the fact that it's just way worse than, uh, I guess not. We we all kind of suspected this, but but it might be a criminal enterprise. It's just chilling to hear that a United States ambassador was facing threats from citizens of their own country. Right. You know, like, oh, yeah. It's one thing when you're like, you might be in Russia and they're like, I don't know, man, like this, these these foreign, these Russian people that are you're working with, they might not be chill versus being somewhere else. Like these American scumbags mm-hmm. are like plotting something against you. And now the Ukrainians have announced an investigation, but not the kind that Donald Trump wanted. <laughs> uh, they said that they are looking into like the weather water whether or not are exactly <laughs> and using a control on one day when the temperatures right. are a consistent level is it chillier when you get out of a pool the, <laughs> humid? we um, laugh but someone's going to know yeah, yeah there still haven't heard the explanation um but yeah the ukrainian ministry of internal affairs uh just announced that they said you know the policy of the country is not to interfere in domestic affairs obviously but because of this new evidence suggests that either Ukrainian or international law may have been like violated, they're going to look into it. They say, however, the published records contain the fact of possible violation of the legislation of Ukraine and the Vienna Convention on Diplomatic Relations, which protects the rights of a diplomat in the territory of another country. The ministry mm-hmm. said, uh, is determining whether alleged, uh, alleged surveillance of Yovanovitch violated Ukrainian or international law, quote, or was it just bravado and fake in an informal conversation between two U.S. citizens? Boys will be boys. Yeah. Yeah. That is the thing you have to They're always like keep in toys. mind with, like, the mobster types is so many, like, I think 95% of, like, mafiosa seeming guys are just like faking bluster. it yeah, yeah it's just bluster the this whole is time almost it's just guys who saw a bunch of mafia movies <laughs> yeah i've been watching uh i don't want to just start talking about tv show righteous gemstones is a show that i started so watching yeah. and i there's a whole episode where he where they are all just pretending these weird emails they sent were fake because they're men or whatever and then he like right. gets in a car chase and he's like shoot he's like Attempting to run a car off the road by just saying it's a friend he does car pranks <laughs> yeah. with, and it's so funny. Right. He's like, "No, honey, it's just a friend I do car pranks That's with." Right. And then he, yeah. he flips a van, yeah. going and drive. And this is all I'm thinking that about is... while you're saying this is like, "No, this is my boy. We right. do the funny thing where we pretend we're gonna get him Perfect. killed with our boy. God, right. it's pranks, my friend pranks. I do murder pranks with." Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's right. That is a perfect, uh, yet another way that was a perfect encapsulation of 
the moment. It's a, they are Danny McBride characters. Yes. <laughs> Notoriously who you want running democracies. Yes. Oh, man. But th- then on top of that, uh, the FBI actually had also paid uh, Mr. Hyde a visit uh, because I think it was on Thursday morning. They're like, knock, knock. Hmm. Um, can we talk? Yeah. Doesn't what even have a doorbell. What the fuck were you doing? Yeah. <laughs> get a ring. Although yeah. that did Aaron Hernandez in. Maybe yeah. don't get a ring. Don't get a yeah. ring. <laughs> don't get don't, a Super Bowl ring either. That. <laughs> Reference. Don't uh, get a Super Bowl. <laughs> 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 so stupid. Uh, that's my time. <laughs> uh, and then just kind of the something that happened last week that kind of dovetails with this is that the investigation into Hillary's selling of uranium or that conspiracy the that uranium conspiracy, one uranium yeah. one uh finally was done the bell dinged and uh they didn't find anything what yeah, yeah. but i saw this meme right <laughs> <laughs> she had fucking flames coming out of her the eyes. The guy's picture was Ronald Reagan having sex with an eagle, and you're going to tell me he was lying to me? <laughs> yes. Yeah, he was. Mm. No, they, they they had a U.S. attorney basically look into it because Louis Gohmert at the time was like, you need to look into this. Yep. And that was, character yo, this name. was in 2017. <laughs> I know, I know. Yes. This shit started in 2017, and they just came back, and it was just sort of like, there is really... I can't say there's anything to look at here. Yeah. yeah. And see, this is the difference, right? Because when Donald Trump and his cronies all talk about, well, the whole Ukraine thing was about looking into corruption and possibly the Bidens being involved in corruption, what you would do is you'd have an actual investigation. Right. Rather than being like, takes hey, Rudy, with your right. upside down AirPods, yes. can you put a ragtag team of scumbags together and go <laughs> fuck around in Europe and see if you can dig up? Like, that's just like that. And it's the difference. And I think because when you go this route, where you yeah. have, a, like, I mean, I think it's a legitimate investigation. I, based on the outcome, I presume it is that they're not, because they're not finding the crap dirt that you need. They're like, ah, fuck, fuck the DOJ. Just Rudy, make something up. Yeah. It also makes sense that, so this was the, the whole Burisma Biden thing was Trump's attempt to manufacture that sort of what, a, like the vague Hillary Clinton conspiracies, her emails. Uranium One, like something that he could just say about his opponent in the 2020 election with the added ambiguity of... Right, he needs like a Benghazi catchphrase. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine like the the Pizzagate conspiracy theories that would come out of a bunch of Ukrainian like records and emails like right. sent through Google Translate? Um, Some sort of pocketed food probably right. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pizza. Um, but yeah, so uh, he's... Because nothing matters anymore. Russian intelligence just hacked Burisma, so... Uh, sure, we can wait to hear what comes out of those yeah, hacked so, Burisma servers. I wish right. every time someone got hacked like this, we got to see how terrible their passwords were. Right. That's yeah. all I want to know is how it's... Well, one, two, all right, what was the password, though? <laughs> <laughs> wow, you didn't even Burisma, Burisma? The P? Yeah. yeah. Yikes. Um... I mean, but these are the things, the stories that get uh, a lot of coverage. The one thing that really got glossed over was all these other Stephen Miller emails, too, that were leaked, where he was actually talking about shipping out uh, asylum seekers on trains to make mm. an example and scare the fuck out of people. I'm like, it, like on some Holocaust shit? Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. And again, but these are the, I, I don't know, man. It's so hard because there are so many simultaneously fucked up evil things happening. Yeah. Uh, you, you, 
I mean, how do you keep all these plates I wonder spinning? particularly with you guys who do this most days, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. a, a deeper, Except more specific dive than most people do, right? I I don't just, I don't, I kind of skim, I'll, I'll read an article if it interests me, but I, I do have the idea, I just, it's, I'm overwhelmed all the time. Do you guys feel any optimism going through this every day? Do you feel, does it make you feel more optimistic or more in control or is it get overwhelming after a while? Uh, it's this year mm. in particular f- has started to feel somewhat, uh, overwhelming. We'll see what happens with the, how much of a sham the impeachment trial is. I think yeah. that's going to really be I have, fucking. No, nothing's real anymore. Right. Yeah, I, mean, this, I know. <laughs> I mean, I'm totally, you know, I have to fight my nihilism this, every day. This but. is all to cover the fact that Mitch McConnell can't write. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if he was going to do so. But I just, because you guys, everything that you present on this show is still just the top of what you look through and pick and choose. And so you're getting deep enough to where you're seeing things. Well, that I, have aren't to, even... I have to read deep enough so I can at least be as casual, conversational about it, you know, because I think that's the, the only way to understand is to know as much. And I think, I think I do find comfort in knowing as much as possible because then I can feel like, okay, I got my eye on stuff. Like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. I'm not going to just get caught off guard here. But, you know. Uh- Sure we'll, I'm sure we will get caught off guard at some point. <laughs> just talking about how Trump operates, just kind of smash and grab and wanting to be a model for how he would ideally rule as Putin. And Putin just had his entire, the only people who were a, a challenge to his power, the prime minister and his entire cabinet, just resigned. He had them resign. Yeah. They're uh, like, what? We are? He's like, yeah. They must yeah. be accepting our position somewhere further north. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's, I think, what he's going for. And I I feel like when you ask about, like, optimism versus pessimism, I still feel like the zeitgeist isn't fully, like, the the mainstream media's analysis of this is still too... uh, It's jokey, almost. ...caught up in the, like, prism of, like, how we viewed things before. And it's like this... He's telling us who he is. He wants to be a uh, forever king. Yeah. Once a week or once every two weeks, you hear him praising the longevity of whether it's like a, yeah. a Chinese president or Putin being able to extend his terms further. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we could do something like that. He jokes at first, you know, at a rally, we could right. do something like that here. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. And then you're just like, well, but I mean, no. he's all the other jokes have a year later become law or something like that. Yeah. But like the way he's operating around the 2020 election, we're now seeing is basically straight up Putin-style criminal shit, where he like puts a a tail on somebody who doesn't, who's getting in his way, and he's just you know acting illegally to try and maintain power. And I have no reason to believe that uh, he wouldn't do that again in 2024 oh, somehow, yeah. or just um, I mean, God, just 2020, man. I'm bracing myself for the kinds of fucking bullshit trickery and cheating that goes down yeah yeah i just i don't think it's gonna be there'll uh, be 104 a votes in the election. state of florida cast. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we just had to toss a few out right yeah. they all came from one building yeah suspicious <laughs> yeah there's no way uh, uh an election result that has him losing is going to go down with him like calling in uh, conceding the night of the election. I don't see him standing up on a stage like uh, Barack did and uh, watching an inauguration of another person. Yeah, no, that's... Mm-mm. I mean, Michael Cohen told us, you know? Like, he's yeah. like, yeah, I spent a lot of time being his, like, behind-the-scenes bag man. Like, I, I get it. I'm not the most trustworthy person in the world, but uh, you... He's not leaving the White House, like, it, unless it's, like, 
in a or, body bag. Like, you ain't kidding yeah. me out in the fucking <laughs> yeah, cuffs. That's basically that, right? Didn't he say, like, you're either going to have to take him out by force or... He's not going to go quietly. Well, yeah, because, yeah. I mean, look at all the legal jeopardy he's in outside of being president. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Because basically, outside the White House is lava. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. so I'm never leaving. <laughs> Everything's uh, lava. I wish. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? Uh, all right, we're going to take another quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And uh, we always like to check in with Aunt Becky mm-hmm. and Massimo, and Massimo uh, to, to see how they're doing, how they're preparing for their trial, uh, how, how their case is developing. Mm-hmm. Miles, what do we know? So last time they, their, their argument sounded like it was going to be something like, look, we gave this guy $500,000 because we thought he was a consultant who just gets our kid into college. We didn't know it was going to bribes. I never sent any money. Like, what are you talking about? I ain't yeah. doing crazy. Yeah. So they paid a half million dollars to get their two daughters in. Um, and they have not, they've been very adamant. They are not pleading guilty. They're not taking any kind of plea deal. They are going to fight the case. They want to be proven innocent. Everyone else is like, that is the dumbest fucking idea right. ever. But they seem intent uh, on going with this strategy. The, so now there's some more evidence that has come out that is looks like it's going to make their uh, their situation a lot harder. Their other daughter, who is the one who is not Olivia Jade, the famous one, Isabella uh. Rose. Um, it sounds like there was a moment where that daughter could have got in legitimately and he passed on that opportunity. So there's emails dated on September 27th where a USC like uh, administrator offered to flag her application to Massimo. It's like, hey, we could flag your uh, uh, the application. And that's like, as the prosecutors say, it's a like a legitimate approach because at universities, what they'll do is they'll be like, hey, we'll basically solicit donations and be like, and then, you know, that could help a good effect on your kid getting in. Right. It was sort of like the, the the gist of what was going on. Massimo had replied of just sort of like, yeah, I think we're good. He's like, I think we're squared away. And basically saying, no, nah, I don't I don't we're not going to go this path. Right. And. So what makes it a little bit interesting is because a few days before Massimo sent that email saying, like, we're good on doing it the normal but still wacky way, he got an email from the guy Rick Singer, who is the mastermind of all these kids getting into colleges, basically saying that, quote, a fake profile portraying their older daughter as a crew recruit was in the process of being made. So hearing that, he was like, oh, I don't need to do it like this because the guy I paid has already got my fake recruiter bio being made up so i don't need this other version where i give usc money to get my daughter in i'm gonna do it by paying rick singer and that's the prosecution is saying they knew it was corrupt because they even turned down what is seemingly a legitimate offer so it would have been a legitimate donation to get her application flag exactly got it okay yep so it's not like hey your daughter's smart and we want to flag her. They're just saying, "Hey, dude, do you want to pay? You want to pay?" Just essentially, like, "Hey, you want to pay more? You want to so, you want to pay some more? And get your daughter really in here?" Right. And he was like, "Nah." He's like, "Nah, we're squared away." Got it. And then and then followed up by saying, "It's the nicest I've been at blowing somebody off." He said that. Yeah. Cool. Didn't sound super nice. Yeah. yeah. 
I know. Um, it, it's like a threat. It's like, yeah, and that's the nicest I've been. Just you don't want to see me blow somebody off. <laughs> Not like, the hard it's way. It's like a mean girl line. Yeah, yeah. The, the nice way of blowing someone off is just to not respond and then acknowledge yeah. you've blown them off. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I mean, I, I mean, look, TikTok. We'll see what happens. Uh, but I again, I'm I, I have no faith in the legal system, so yeah. I'm sure they'll they'll get what maybe 12 days. In yeah. Jail? In one of those fun jails that's mostly a golf course. Right. right. They'll yeah, do yeah. golfing with Enron guy. Right. Yeah, I think that jail is actually, you're just a caddy yeah. at a bigger <laughs> golf course, and that's prison. Right. <laughs> and you're, yeah. Your jail was times, worst. I was the help. Yeah. Oh, I had tea times at 8 a.m. T-E-A? No. no. <laughs> White Claw Ooh. has overtaken wine. May, possibly. This is the only way to look at this, this according to me. This yeah. still sounds like we're talking about that trial. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> White Claws. White Claw v. Wine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the landmark case. So, I mean, this seems impossible to me, but... You're... Well, not that it's overtaken, right? Okay. That it has... By f- it is... White Claw has disrupted fully the alcohol industry. I love disrupting. Yes. Uh, we love disruptors. We really do. Because, uh, like, wine consumption dropped for the first time in 25 years. Right. And they're like, what the fuck happened? And when they look at it, as all the you know material they have and data they have shows that more people are drinking spirits and the ready-to-drink cocktails like hard seltzers. Hmm. Yeah, but how much better is Sideways if Paul Giamatti shotguns a claw <laughs> instead of pouring the vat over his head? Wait, I mean, wait to, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be the spiritual sequel to right. Sideways yeah. from the is, bottom yeah. up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh yeah, and so you know I don't know I, I I definitely see more people drinking seltzers than a anything lot. a lot I started seeing them at, you see them at bars which I never thought would ever happen yeah right it's right, just right. they're down in their little refrigerator of uh, beers I can't read right and they're just sort of <laughs> down like, well, what do you got those. down what do you got down there <laughs> uh, we got white even clothes. like my extended family cousins and aunts and uncles who are beer huge beer drinkers I mean from Iowa like far you know mm-hmm. they're some of them are starting to move over and drink these things because like, oh, I don't get so mad the next day I'm not hung over it's like easier and I can drink more and yeah less huh. calories yeah. I mean so it's weird because they say the a lot of the reason too is because more people are becoming health conscious in terms of like how they're drinking so the you know pre-made seltzer hard seltzer is like they people are just gravitating towards is that. pre-made hard seltzer just seltzer with vodka is that basically I'm sure what it's it is? I'm sure it's some malt. I don't know if it's vodka, okay. but yeah. Some of them have like a, that you see are the vodka sodas or right. the weird right. little cocktails that they yeah. put in. And, but I think some of them yeah, are just the malt beverage. Got it. And then, yeah, you can tell it's like they're it's going to explode like everywhere because Bud Light has their seltzer now. <laughs> yeah. Bud Light seltzer. I like the idea that you're like, if you're more loyal to Bud Light <laughs> yeah, exactly. than anything else hey, in your life. Hey, give it to this one then, please. <laughs> I love drinking Bud Light. And I yeah. don't like beer. I'm not getting taking these shirts back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm dilly-dillying all fucking day, yeah. bro. <laughs> I love the dilly dilly of it all. Yeah. Whoa, that's man. Kind of my catchphrase with my bros. I cannot turn back on dilly dilly. You think yeah, I'm yeah, covering I'm up deep. this tattoo? No, I'm drinking the seltzers. Yeah. Showing up to party with a thing of Bud Light seltzers, being like, dilly dilly, dilly guys. There he is. Dilly buns. That would be D I L L I E, I think, right. with a seltzer yes. a little fancier. Ah, yeah, yeah. Dillier. Dillier, dillier. So. There's a M. Night Shyamalan show on Apple uh, that 
is now being accused Finally. of plagiarism. <laughs> it's nice to see someone read my emails. <laughs> <laughs> so claims of plagiarism have kind of followed him around. Yeah. And it's it's usually from young adult like fiction or like Are You Afraid of the Dark? Like Got it. Sixth right. Sense was basically the plot was taken from an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Um, and The Village was taken from a young adult novel that – like it wasn't even an obscure one. It was like a it had sold millions and millions. Yeah, it's of called copies. The Village, I think. Yeah, it's called Running Out of Time. Actually, <laughs> I like a, a green city. Yeah, yeah, and it was based on a movie I saw. Yeah. Right. Uh, but now there is a filmmaker, Francesca Gregorini, uh, who is suing Apple, claiming the show is a ripoff of her 2013 movie, The Truth About Emmanuel. Uh, so the premise of both is that a mother who can't conceive. Uh, Creates like a very. They lose, no, they lose a child. Oh, they lose a child. Yeah. Okay. And then they get like a lifelike doll as like a therapy tool. Thing. But then they become like sort of overly, eerily connected to it. And then there's a super producer, Anna Hosnier, actually has that uh, streaming service. And she has watched the M. Night Shyamalan show. Five times, uh, you were that saying? That is being accused <laughs> of Five times, you kept saying off mic, and then you said you would deny when you got on? <laughs> so, Anna, what, <laughs> what is the, what is the, uh, oh my God. what's the premise of the- um, of, I, would, I would like to clarify, I also got Apple TV free for a year when I bought a new Apple, oh wait, no, Apple Plus TV free when I got the new Apple TV, so please, I'm mm. not paying. Super easy to differentiate between what they yeah, got going on these days. Yeah, um, okay, so the show is about so this woman. Um, I won't uh, say any spoilers. Obviously, I'll try and go around it. But like, this woman has a baby. The baby passes away somehow, mm. and then um, I guess she goes catatonic. Mm. So they have this like new agey kind of like you know Robot. doctor be like well, give her yeah. Goop comes in. <laughs> it's really funny. Goop yeah. is in it, and um, go up. Go up is in it, and um, they. Her idea is give her a fake, like, real baby. Like, it's like one of those very, very realistic real doll baby kind of, dolls. Like from American Sniper. This is a, yeah. this is a real. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, yeah. It's same actor. Yeah. Yeah. They got Her the thing same got doll. Gilled. This yeah. is an actual horrifying thing that happens. Like, there are people yes. who use like, and real baby dolls. And she can't, so. because she's catatonic, but acting completely normal, going about her daily life, going to work, like, no big deal thinks this baby is real. So she hires a nanny for it. And the husband is also, he's fully aware everything's, he's conscious. He knows what's going on. He's just acting along. And the nanny shows up and the nanny also acts as if the baby is real. And then, the and this all happens in the first episode. It's not really a spoiler. Baby comes to life. No explanation. And that's like the season and beginning? Yes. And that's how it goes. And this show fucking doesn't tell you anything we're eight episodes in i know nothing oh it's, it's still infuriating. like i keep picturing the baby turning and doing a testimonial to the camera like <laughs> yeah. malcolm in the middle <laughs> yeah, like, I wish. It's, Zach, it's, it's crazy in here i wish yeah. time out freeze <laughs> but like no you don't know anything it's like okay you're just gonna you, what it, what are we watching that's this so it's a Shyamalan. it's a Shyamalan that doesn't you've tell been Shyamalan. You, the baby in the it's water it's m night what was it you say Timothy M. Night Chalamet? Sh- Chalamet. M. Night Timothy Chalamet. M. Night Chalamet. And I can't, it's, it's almost unnecessary at this point. Like, it's like, okay, well, if you're not going to reveal a plot point at any point that kind of explains what's going on, 
this show is useless. And then I went online to be like, is anything ever going to come of this? And they're like, no, you have to you have to watch all six seasons when they, I don't know, come out or the show oh. will probably get canceled eventually. But yeah, so he's just not going to tell you anything until the final episode of the sixth season, I guess. Well, it sounds like you should watch this movie, The Truth About Emmanuel. <sighs> yeah, I guess I'm just going to watch that. It's a self-contained movie. <laughs> I'm going to watch uh, that. Sounds like it's where they got the uh, idea. So- it's in that movie, it's a mother who's grieving the death of her baby, uses an eerily lifelike reborn doll to help her process the loss and subsequently forms an intimate relationship with the nanny she hires to take care of the, quote, infant. Um, bold so, move to be like that terrible TV show stole mine idea. Right. This, this is the show, <laughs> I wrote the show no one likes first. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. This seems to keep happening to him. It's not like... It was, I think he's a bad person uh, and a liar. Okay. Remember he said he ghost wrote She's All That? And everyone was like, no, you didn't. Well, he had worked on a revision or something. He technically had, but it, it was know. a stretch for him to say that he had actually Plus, what's that? What's that M's short for? You know, right. I mean, could uh-huh. be could be anything manipulation manipulation night manipulation <laughs> night <laughs> his next movie manipulation <laughs> night um but it's not like the movie is like some random YouTube movie. Uh, it stars it's got like real people in it, right? Yeah, yeah it's got Jessica, Jessica Biel. Baby. Yeah, <laughs> right. Kaya Scodelario from Skins is on it. In it. Alfred Molina. Oh, uh, Loftus' favorite. Uh, friend, friend to the friend of the network. Friend, friend yeah. of the network, Alfred Molina. Yep. But anyways, uh, people should check out that movie if they're interested in the show. I'll watch the show, see if I want to check out the movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's just the guy who doesn't get it at all. (laughs) Yeah, the show sounds pretty good. The show seemed longer. Yeah, (laughs) It's not worth it, in my opinion. There's no... I'm... I just was... this. I mean, I don't think there was one single offering from Apple TV Plus when I was like, yeah, I want that. Yeah. Morning morning show's only worth it until you get to the finale, and that's it. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and oh, and and truth be told, is about a true crime podcaster. Yeah, is really... that an Apple Apple yep. show? And I don't recommend it either. Ah. <laughs> All of these vast amounts of shows being put out just to fill out new streaming services sound fake and rushed. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, every single one. They're like, this is about a it's about a shoe. All right, hear me out. We have Leo attached to the shoe. It's his <laughs> right. shoe. It's lost right. its laces. <laughs> And what's it popular? This is a this is a rushed mockumentary of what's popular. Was there something named <laughs> rushed, rushed mockumentary of what's popular? My was favorite it, genre. Yeah. Was there another thing called something plus before Apple and Disney both came out Hulu on the same plus? Hulu? Oh, Hulu Plus. Okay, I got it. Wait, no, I don't think yeah, that's a, the ad there? free. There was a Hulu. That's yeah, there's Hulu free. and there's oh, Hulu Plus. I have Hulu Here. Plus. I have yeah. Hulu Plus. <laughs> that doesn't I do. exist. Does it? Oh wait, I own it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. I didn't know it was called Plus. I yeah. just thought nah, you just well, were everyone like, calls it Hulu, but when they try and get you to pay, they're like, "Well, you can get this other one." Yeah, with you no want ads. No ads. And you can't go back. Oh, I see. I mean, I. Uh, remember it, my prediction it, for this year was that Apple Plus would fold in on itself because yeah. it's horrible. In one I, year, I don't think it'll in happen this, this next year. I, year so. I had a, so many. I worked at Apple for a while, and I genu- genuinely thought the only way they could succeed, the only way Amazon succeeded coming in, is that we don't even care about their streaming service. It's just a thing attached to a thing we all need at that this you point. Pay right. For, right. Um, and then the only Hulu kind of carved out persevering by having TV before Netflix did. Right. Netflix mm-hmm. is too big. Disney is the behemoth, so they won't fail. No. Right. Anyone else needs Apple should have just been ten bucks a month. You get iCloud, 
you get Apple Music and you get the TV Plus, and it's all because we're all paying for the iCloud a dollar right. or whatever. Yeah, and everyone would start using Apple Music if it was included. For they, they could yeah. take a loss, right, and get everyone in, right. But yeah. they don't want to do that, and that's what was crazy to me. I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. and then make rentals cheaper or something. All right. these weird Holy pay shit. things. Just combine it all into one thing. Eight bucks a month, you get fifty gigs of iCloud, you get the music, and you get the Apple TV Plus. And then fucking once everyone's sorry, once everyone's in. Then you can start. You can Walmart stuff if you're some giant company. You know what I mean? Come into yeah. low cost and ruin everyone's life. Yeah. But the fact start they didn't do it all is one thing. That you down just do throat. on your phone. Yeah. I'm not gonna have four Apple subscriptions. Yeah. Dude, that they could have combined you're channeling it all at once. Steve Jobs right now. I know. Yeah. God. It just made would have made oh, so much more sense to attach to the music growing and everything. On your yeah. face. Oh, thank you. I don't <laughs> have to talk issue. to my daughter. Someone rub a fruit on me. My I need this tumor to go away. The um. The, they've never been great with software. Like they they create good hardware, but like I mean, from the start, iTunes is a fucking disaster. Uh, but right? always, no, yeah. the visualizer. Come on, I did like. The, but they've always been pretty good at making sure on their stuff the software worked great. Yeah, like Final Cut Pro was good until okay. X came but out. But I agree that it's just Logi- like, I liked Logic. The the fragmentation is what people don't want to buy into. Right. Things yeah, all the it's time. like it, it doesn't all. Once Apple know, does for, what I said, I hope they they won't. They didn't pay me when no, I worked. No, no, they there. Will. They're not going to pay me for an idea. They <laughs> well, let's put that flag down now. In the event that they do, we can That's come true. back. If you to guys want to, guys want to get on yeah. Kyle TV Plus, my new. But one. it's just such a good point that like they're <laughs> they are very like focused on user experience and like very simplifying things on the hardware side, but then everything's like fragmented and like so confusing on this. That's why I'm like side. eight it's bucks like, a month. They could have. They can yeah, take a loss. That's what they, they have. Do. A they have a. Freaking bank overseas with more money in it than any country has. Right. Yeah. Take a loss to get everyone to buy, and then then you steal from Spotify, which has to be their biggest competitor for that. Right. Nah. Yeah. Kyle. I don't know. This is big. If there's one thing you know about me, it's I'm big capitalist. money talk. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Uh, it's been a pleasure having you, man. Thanks for. Uh, me. Where can people find you, follow you, hear you? Uh, I'm basically at Kyle Ayers across it all. Across uh, it all. Yeah. So Twitter and Instagram and that sort of stuff. Uh, and I'm on there. Is there a tweet you've been enjoying? Oh, yeah. Uh, once again, media? I brought two. One of them is funny and will apply to what we were just talking about. And it's from Julia Clare. Oh, Julia tweets. She's a comedian in Brooklyn. And said, I'm not failing. I'm just disrupting the success industry. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Disruptors. And then another one was from Chris Stevens, who's at Chris Stevens MD, um, who's a comedian here in Los Angeles. Says, I understand that people have concerns about Bernie's age, but as a Jewish man myself, let me just say that we reached the peak of our power in our late 70s. My grandpa once accidentally spilled gasoline all over himself, filling up his car, and we still went out to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Miles, where can people find you? Twitter, Instagram, uh, at Miles of Gray. Also, my other podcast, 420 Day Fiance. Uh, and also on stage. You know, we got live shows coming up. So, and tickets are, yo, there's a little bit of tickets left for the San Francisco show on January 25th at the Gateway Theater as part of Sketch Fest. That's so soon. Uh, you can get those tickets at SF Sketch Fest's website. Uh, and also, I mean, look, we're hitting Portland, okay? We're hitting D.C., Brooklyn, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Chicago, Toronto, and others to be announced soon. Uh, so please get your tickets. We'll have some links available on our website in the coming days. Uh, a tweet I like is from uh, at Brick Poby Joy. Okay? Brick Poby Joy. Yeah, Brick Poby Joy. Uh, and it says, I miss when computers had a big fat ass. <laughs> that's so good um, uh, clean slate uh, at please be 
Goodnice uh, tweeted saying, let me show you how it's done. Arrogant, condescending vibe killer saying, this is how we do it. It's Friday night and I feel all right. <laughs> the party's here on the west side, so I reach for my 40 and I turn up. I think it's more visual. I think it's more visual. Because I'm fainting. Uh, and Pixelated Boat tweeted, I ones love Bernie Sanders because whenever he gets hungry, a thought bubble appears over his head with a big old corn cob in it. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter, Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, yeah. where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Miles, what's that going to be today? Uh, this what up? Uh, this song is from Mono Neon. It's called Hot Cheetos, uh, and it's I don't know. It's just got it's like a bit of like kooky hard bass sample, but then some really cool vocals come in. Uh, it's like a very eclectic sounding track, uh, and I just like because it it's from this album called My Feelings Be Peeling. Uh, so check out Hot Cheetos by Mono Neon. Mm. Also, I like Hot Cheetos. Yeah. Are they flaming hot Cheetos? No, just just, just, just hot hot Cheetos. That's uh, that's this title. Okay, but I like it. Uh, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's gonna do it for this week. We uh, will be back this afternoon with a trending, and then back on Monday with more podcasts. We'll talk to you then. Bye. I've been looking for